the Wright brothers take to the sky for the first time. So who am I going to talk to? Well, an app developer, of course. No, don't worry. It all makes sense. (laughs) It really does. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. Yeah, it is Thursday, December 17th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, first, you should be really excited about today. It's National Maple Syrup Day. You would think that this would be closer to Waffle Day, which was a few months ago, or Pancake Day, which I'm not really sure when that happens, but I'm sure there's got to be a Pancake Day, because if there's a Waffle Day and a Maple Syrup Day, for God's sakes, you've got to have a Pancake Day. I mean, that would only make sense, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike these days, that totally makes sense. Uh, So let's talk maple syrup, shall we? Yes. Yes, we shall. Sap from a maple tree. That's what we're talking about today. Because that sap turns into maple syrup. But you know what? It's like a 40 to 1 ratio. So you need 40 gallons of sap to make one gallon of syrup. That is a lot of sap. That's like listening to Hello from Lionel Richie and air supply all at the same sitting. Yes, that is a lot of sap. A maple tree can yield sap for 100 years, and it's got to be 45 before it can be tapped for sap. Much like Lionel Richie. I think he was about 45 when he came out with Hello. I'm not entirely sure. I could be totally wrong on that, and I think I am. But uh, let's just go with it because it works for the joke and for the bit here. (laughs) Where does all this syrup come from? Well, it comes from Quebec, Canada. Yes, that is the world's largest producer. At least, yeah, most of it comes from there. And you know what? There was actually once a maple syrup heist. Yes, it was known as the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist, where nearly 3,000 tons of maple syrup, and by the way, these are valued at about $2,000 a barrel, which is about three times the cost of oil, and that was back in 2012. I can only imagine how much syrup is worth these days, right? I mean, you know, there's a huge market for syrup out there. Uh, But yeah, 3,000 tons of syrup stolen in Canada. How do you steal 3,000 tons of syrup? I don't know how they did it, but they pulled it off. There were 26 arrests. They had to interview over 200 witnesses. It was definitely a sticky situation. You knew that one was coming, didn't you? I had to do it. Yeah, so happy uh, uh, National Maple Syrup Day to you. Yeah, you know, that crime still just amazes me. You know, that 3,000 tons of syrup valued at $18 million. If it was selling for $2,000 a barrel, that's 9,000 barrels of syrup. Where do you put that? Well, obviously on 9,000 pounds of pancakes, but no, where do you store this? Who knows? Anyway, uh, the criminals were caught and uh, of course, you know, it's Canada, so they were sorry. Now, if you weren't expecting that one, I'm going to be a little shocked at you because you're clearly not a regular listener to the podcast because that one was lightweight for me. That one was just totally necessary and needed. All right, let's take a look at our events today before I get more into Canadian jokes, eh? Yeah. In 1892, on this day, the first issue of Vogue magazine was published. It would cost you just 10 cents back then. Now, of course, you can get it on Apple News Plus and other areas. You can get that included with your monthly subscriptions if you're paying for that, like 10 bucks, I don't know, a month. Uh, But yes, you know what? 
the first photo on the cover of Vogue was not there until 1932. Prior to 1932, it was just all illustrations on the cover. Now, each magazine contains about 400 images on average in each magazine. That is a lot of photos in each one of these magazines. Yeah, the biggest Vogue magazine was over 900 pages. Uh, it was acquired by Condé Nast in 1905. And at that point, they took it from a weekly to a bi-weekly, and then it went monthly in 1973. The first man on the cover was Richard Gere. He posed with his wife, Cindy Crawford, and that was in November of 1992. And of course, you know, that cover lasted longer than the marriage. Uh, they were divorced couple years after. Uh, this month on the cover of Vogue, Harry Styles. Yep, December 2020. You can see Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue. Hopefully this podcast gets big enough where someday I'll be on the cover of Vogue. And then I'll say, hey, remember that podcast where I was talking about Vogue? And, you know, it'll be a whole thing and it'll be cool. I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, you know, uh, one thing that did happen on this day back in 1969, there was a big wedding. Some 40 million viewers watched a wedding on The Tonight Show. Yeah, Super Bowl ratings for a wedding on The Tonight Show. Who was it? Okay, this guy, Tiny Tim, married Miss Vicky. Okay, so they got engaged back in September, and they decided to do the wedding on The Tonight Show. Okay, who was Tiny Tim, right? He was this high-pitched voice, like, novelty act with a, a really crazy appearance. He had this long, stringy hair, baggy clothes. He basically had, like, a cult following in the 60s, I guess you'd say. Anyway, it's hard to explain exactly what he did. You should probably just look him up on YouTube because really he only had one song and it was called Tiptoe Through the Tulips and uh, that made him famous somehow, some way. But anyway, uh, I can tell you a lot about Tiny Tim. Actually, I can't. I could probably tell you more about Syrup. I don't really know that much about Tiny Tim, but what I do know, and oh, this is a sad one, he actually died on stage. Yeah, he had a heart attack on stage, uh, not during The Tonight Show, but during a performance in 1996. And he was performing his hit song, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. He didn't feel so good. And yeah, just really sad ending to uh, a story there. I, I, I love how I can always leave a story on a high note. All right, I'll tell you again. Uh, 41 million viewers for his wedding. Oh, by the way, the marriage didn't last. They got divorced. There I go again. Why am I doing this? I, I got to just go to the next story here. Yeah, okay. Uh, this one involves Harry Styles again. Yeah, two appearances in one podcast. Uh, so this has got to have a happy ending, right? Yeah, in 2013, Harry Styles won a court order that stopped the paparazzi from harassing him and hounding him. And they had to be like 55 yards back to get a photo of Mr. Styles. Yeah, I just said Mr. Styles because I'm classy. Uh, the order stopped the pops from also following him via car or motorcycle. It really, I mean, he was being hounded uh, by the paparazzi uh, back then. But don't worry, you can still, if you've got your camera, you can still take a selfie with him and he encourages it. Yes, so find Harry Styles. Go within 55 yards of his house. Take a photo. Uh, if you're just taking it for yourself, then that's totally okay. If you're a photographer... Don't do that. If you're Vogue magazine, put them on the cover this month. See, there you go. Happy ending. He made it to the cover of Vogue. 
Oof, I made it through it. <laughs> All right. Hey, I want to remind you, uh, this weekend, there's not going to be a podcast. It doesn't mean that we're going away. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get syrup jokes on a regular basis. Syrup? Syrup. However you say it, you're going to still get those jokes. I say it in different ways. And I'm going to probably say it in a different way each time, but I'm not going to be saying it on Saturday or Sunday because we are not going to do podcasts on the weekend because you know what? We need the weekend off. Yeah, uh, we're going to be doing five days a week. We've got guests every day on the podcast. This is like fantastic. I love that we're getting all these new people on the podcast. It's a lot of fun. We actually have the Department of Defense on the podcast next week, NORAD talking about tracking Santa. We have a person joining us from Forks, Washington, who's going to tell us about the Twilight Festival that is held there each year. Yes, you need to go to this, and you'll find out about it next week on the podcast. We're also going to be celebrating Festivus with the author of the book about Festivus, and we're going to be learning about the first time that Christmas was canceled. And it wasn't in 2020. We're also going to be joined by the curator of the Walt Disney Family Museum on Monday. So it's going to be a great week next week. Then, of course, we'll take another weekend off the following weekend. Yeah, for, uh, you know, the day after Christmas, then the day after that. And then on the 28th and 29th, we come back and we're talking with Todd Fisher. He is the brother of Carrie Fisher and the son of Debbie Reynolds. And we have a fantastic conversation in store for you. Yes, I've already done the interview. We ended up talking for a couple of hours because <laughs> he's a great guy. So we're going to be airing that over two days, our first ever two-day special. So that's coming up on the 28th and 29th. So we've got a couple of great weeks. Also, you know, the 30th, I've already got to mention National Bacon Day. Can you imagine who I'm going to get for that? I, I I can't because I don't have anybody booked yet, but I'm sure I will between now and then. Hey, but you know what? Enough about the podcast. You know now that it's not going to be on this weekend. I'm going to be busy looking for a Bacon Day guest, uh, but we do have more podcast for you today. Yes, we're going to talk about the Wright Brothers' first flight with an app developer. Don't worry. I make a connection. Yeah, we'll do that right after this. All right, and welcome back. It is an anniversary of flight today. Uh, the Wright brothers, you know, Orville and Wilbur, they took the flight for the first time in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina on this day back in 1903. And to talk about that, I'm actually talking with a app developer, a mobile app developer. His name is Casey Daniel, and he hosts a podcast that's coming out soon called Who's Your Dev, available at Who's Your Dev. Com. Hey, Casey. Hello, hello. Hey, so, okay, uh, what's the connection here between mobile apps and aviation? I, I think it's the timeline. It went from, uh, you know, a Nokia phone playing Snake to the everything, <laughs> a replacement yeah. for a computer. Uh, same thing sort of happened with flight. Yeah. Well, so if you look at the history of flight, in 1903, we just started figuring out how to fly. And in just a within a decade later, we're in World War One, where aviation is changing the way we fly and mm -hmm. and fight. We go to aerial reconnaissance and, and bombardment. You know, it it took rudimentary forms of literally throwing bombs off the, <laughs> yeah. the side of your plane. 
but like that was new. You've got a flight across the Atlantic Ocean just like oh, a dozen years later or so, 1919, I believe that was. And yeah, then Charles that's... Lindbergh in 27, like that that's some pretty fast progression on this. Less than a hundred years later, we have planes that can fly indefinitely. We yeah. went from 12 seconds to as long as you can keep putting fuel on it, it'll keep going. Right. And you know, what's fascinated me too, is if you look at the date of that, 1903, and then you've got where we're talking about going to the moon in the 60s, and then yep. we actually do it within the decade. It's like, yep. what? 60, 70 years later. I mean, it all kind of stems back to the Wright brothers uh, yep. and this one little flight. Well, it, it, it just speaks to how quickly tech accelerates, not just aviation, not just smartphones, but tech over the last hundred years. I mean, it was what, 150 years ago, we had the light and right. we have TVs that are smarter than me. <laughs> right. It's uh, just mind boggling how quickly it accelerated. And if we keep this pace up, where are we going to be in 10 years? Right. Well, that's the crazy thing about all of this. You know, you think about and, you know, you read like the, the futurists and all that, you know, people that are talking about where we're going to be in the future. Um, and, you know, yeah, some things that, you know, people projected we got wrong. Like we're not all wearing the same uh, outfit. Uh, that That's just about in every old science fiction thing, right? Like Star Trek or whatever. <laughs> like everybody's wearing the same yeah. outfit. Uh, we're not flying cars. Uh, we're not doing, you know, these certain things. But if you think about it, within the next couple of years, we're probably going to have drones like Amazon dropping packages and FedEx dropping packages. Just uh, that, and that'll be just like yep. a regular thing. Right now it's this abnormal thing, but that's going to be a regular thing. You've got robot, yep. robot delivery. And I, I think because of the pandemic, all of this stuff is just going to be placed in fast forward. Oh, yeah. Like the pandemic has shown our weaknesses in, in how fast some of this is accelerating. And like Domino's has a robot to deliver pizza. They still can't make it taste good, though. There, there's that. Well, that's a different problem. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm not sponsored by Domino's. And, and now I, I never will be. Um, I was reading about McDonald's, actually. Um, that one is a really interesting one in the way that they're using tech. They bought an AI company so that what they can do is they could basically you drive up to the drive through and you're not talking to a person, you're talking to an AI that's taking your order. And then that AI is communicating with the robots inside the restaurant that are creating all the food. And then they have one or maybe two people. They have, you know, the person hand you the food at the end. They can save a ton of money, but, you know, through this automation. But it's amazing that that's where we're going to be. But yeah, so White Castle has ordered a flippy bot, which can like deep fry your fries, flip your burgers. And it, it's just happy to sit there and do that all day. <laughs> right. Well, you know, when you think about it, like I, I done a lot of uh, talks about Henry Ford and the assembly line. I believe there was 84 different tasks that were needed to be done to the Model T when it was being created. And all the team members were only trained in one of those steps. And they just did that one same step every day. And, okay. Yeah. They were highly paid and whatnot, but I think about how boring that would be. Oh, yeah. I feel like almost anything where you say the word boring in a job, it's like, okay, let's try to automate that. <laughs> well, and, uh, that's the world we live in now. Uh, so you're an app developer and you've come up with a new kind of unique idea for a podcast. Uh, why don't you tell everyone about that? Yeah, so I'm building a podcast talking about real app development, talking about war stories and how to build real applications. 
I'm actually going through the process of documenting me building a podcast listening app. Uh, you can uh, find that at whitewhiskeywolf.com. And if you want to listen to uh, me talking about mobile app development, you can listen in at whosyourdev.com. And, you know, I, I've got a great feature uh, request for you on the uh, podcast listening app. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make it so that they can only listen to my podcast and your podcast. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, thanks for jumping in today. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Eugene Levy turns 74 today. Mila Jovovich. Yes. I've been practicing that all day. She turns 45 today. Nate Wolf. Nope. Dang it. Nat Wolf. Oh, well. 26. I, I should have been working on that one instead. Uh, Sarah Paulson is 46. Pope Francis is 84. Bill Pullman is 67. And Chelsea Manning is 33 today. That's your look at December 17th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.